Salutations, listeners. <clears throat> you are listening to another episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. And I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And it's our mission here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast to cure whatever it is that ails you through the power and the majesty of jazz music. In this episode, we're calling this One More Time. Count Basie and Friends. So, this is kind of like the uh, part two to the spotlight that we did on the great Count Basie. So, if you haven't heard that and you're new to the music of the great Count Basie, by all means, check that episode out as it has 25 of the greatest tunes associated with the Count Basie Orchestra. But what this episode is doing is there's been so many great collaborations between Count Basie and many of the of the great stars in jazz that we have to we just had to make a, a, a second addendum spotlight with all those great combinations. And they're not just vocalists, there's many great instrumentalists that have been a part of the Count Basie Orchestra or associated with them. Some in an arranging capacity, uh, some as just featured soloists, um, some just playing with Count Basie himself. So, uh, in a small group situation. So, these are all things that I feel are important uh, listens, the important tracks to listen to in the history of jazz, and um, we're going to bring those to you. So, remember, you can find. The Dr. Jazz Podcast, wherever you find all of your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. So make sure you subscribe uh, to the podcast, uh, like us, and share us with your friends. You can also check out our website, Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast, dot WordPress, dot com, for all track information and correlating artwork, so you know exactly what to get. And we're on Twitter, at N-D-H-Jazz. We'd love to have you follow us. So without further ado, here is One More Time, Count Basie and Friends. Thank you. 
Come on along and listen to the lullaby of Broadway, the hip hooray and ballyhoo, the lullaby of Broadway, the rumble of a subway train, the rattle of a taxi, the daffodils who entertain the Angelos and Maxis when a Broadway baby says goodnight. It's early in the morning. Manhattan babies don't sleep tight until the dawn. Good night, baby. Good night. The milkman's on his way. Sleep tight, baby. Sleep tight. Let's call it a day. Hey, come on along, listen to the lullaby of Broadway. The Copacabana The band begins to go to town and everything gets hazy. You rock by your baby round to Ellington or Basie. When a Broadway baby says goodnight, it's early in the morning. Manhattan babies don't sleep tight until the dawn. Good night. The milkman's on his way. Sleep tight, baby. Sleep tight. Let's call it a day. But listen to the lullaby of old Broadway.
All right, killer music right there. Uh, we just heard Oh Lady Be Good from Can Count Basie and the Kansas City 7, which featured none other than the great Thad Jones. Now, Thad Jones was uh, a member of the Basie Band as well, but he was an incredible soloist, and he went on to start his own orchestra with the great drummer Mel Lewis that played at the Village Vanguard every Monday night. And the Thad Jones Mel Lewis Orchestra was an incredible outfit, a killer big band that had many, many great albums, many, many great tracks, uh, very intricate solis and arrangements for the big band, and was swinging its ass off. So you got to love Thad Jones. And that's one of the friends here uh, on this spotlight of... Count Basie and Friends. Before that, we heard from somebody who just celebrated his 94th birthday this past week, the great Tony Bennett. That's right, before he was doing albums with Diana Krall and before he was doing albums with Lady Gaga, he was making killer records with Count Basie and his orchestra. So we heard the Lullaby of Broadway from the Columbia Records album In Person, Tony Bennett with Count Basie and his orchestra. And then we started off the set with a tune called The Legend by an album of the same name on the Roulette Jazz label. Uh, it's called The Legend, Count Basie and his orchestra, music from the pen of Benny Carter. That's right. The sophisticated gentleman, Benny Carter. Benny Carter was an incredible band leader who had a successful band in the 30s. And he was a multi-instrumentalist, composer, and arranger. So Benny Carter played uh, most notably the alto saxophone. But Benny Carter was also a great clarinetist and trumpet player. And he would play all of them with his orchestra. But on top of that, he was an incredible composer, composing such great tunes as When Lights Are Low, um, Blue Lou, that's another great Benny Carter standard, Key Largo, a bunch of great songs like that. Um, Fantastic That's You, Doozy. Uh, yeah, man, Benny Carter is a real staple in jazz history. And... He was an incredible arranger. So the fact that he's arranging and he wrote a lot of these tunes for the Count Basie band to play, and in fact they're new songs that you know he was writing for the Basie band. And this album's got a, a batch of just great, great, great tracks. But the legend, besides being the title tune of this album, has got this incredibly like hazy, smoky vibe to it. And I think it's an incredible way to start out the set. So hopefully you dug that. Uh, another friend to Basie and the orchestra, Benny Carter. All right, we got three more greats coming at you. Don't go anywhere. Remember, this is kind of like a part two uh, to our spotlight on the great Count Basie as his birthday approaches later on this month in August. We are listening to One More Time 
Count Basie and friends. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. of other guys or win no beauty prize it's me and me all alone he can see he's the kind of man that likes to stay home in the evening most women tell me Darling may not be in 
chestnuts in blossom beautiful swing right there Count Basie and his orchestra alongside the great legendary Mills Brothers that's right the same Mills Brothers that uh, 
sang with Louis Armstrong when they did Walkin' Stick. Uh, the same ones who recorded with Ella Fitzgerald. The same ones who did Upalazy River and you, you know, you always hurt the one you love and Glowworm and all those great Paper Doll, all those killer tracks. Um, yeah, the Mills Brothers and Count Basie from the album The Board of Directors. You had April in Paris, even with the cliche one more time at the end you know and that's what we're doing here on this episode of the Dutch Jazz Podcast it's called One More Time Basie and Friends because we've already done one spotlight on the great Count Basie uh, just previous to this and there's so much more great music uh, and great collaborations and friends on different albums that we just felt the need to do uh, a part two if you will uh, one more time. So that's what we're getting. Before that, we actually heard Ray Brown on bass, Louis Belson on drums, and the great Count Basie on piano in a trio format on the Pablo Records label. It's the album, the Count Basie Trio, quote, for the first time, end quote. And it's just a piano trio, but we heard uh, Easy Does It, or as they put it, Uneasy Does It. And it's great just to hear Basie tinkle those ivories and impeccable timekeepers behind him in Louis Belson, who read, you know, ran his own big band for many, many years. And before that, he was a killer drummer for the Duke Ellington Orchestra. And then, of course, Ray Brown. Ray Brown is the master of swing walking bass. I mean, he played with Oscar Peterson for decades, you know, and um, uh, a master in his own right. Ray Brown is just, he's incomparable. I know the Christian McBride is the closest thing that we have to Ray Brown nowadays. Uh, if you're a listener of modern jazz. Uh, but if you're not hip to Ray Brown, man, Ray Brown is exactly where it's at. And, mm to have Ray Brown, Basie, and Louis Belson. Three Bs, man. Basie, Brown, and Belson. Killing it. Ah, such good swing. And then we heard, to start out that set, the great vocalese group, Lambert, Hendricks, and Ross. And, um, you know, we just lost Annie Ross uh, recently. I mentioned that in the other podcast. And that is heartbreaking. Um, and we, you know, we heard in the last podcast from John Hendricks um, with Whirly Bird on the last podcast. But this is the group that they are all, and they're all excellent in their own right. You know, Dave Lambert too. But Lambert Hendricks and Ross was known for um, being a vocalese group and putting words to different solos and things like that. They even had an album called Sing a Song of Basie in which it was all Count Basie cover tunes uh, from all the great soloists that he had in his band and um, some killer arrangements with that. But they also made an album with Count Basie and we got to hear Little Darlin' that was written uh, by the great Neil Hefty, the great arranger, and originally found on the album The Atomic Count Basie which we talked about and heard in the last podcast. So if you're listening to this one first, don't stop, pause it, 
go back to the first Count Basie podcast and then do this one. <laughs> uh, but what's really cool is that we got to hear on that track, Little Darling with Lambert Hendricks and Ross Count Basie playing the organ. You know, that's the thing. Basie, besides being a fantastic piano player with impeccable taste, was a great organ player, too. And if you want to know who taught him, you'll have to go back and listen to the other podcasts. So, can you tell I'm dropping hints? All right, enough talk from me. Let's get back to some more fantastic music. We've got three unexpected entries into this set of Count Basie and Friends. I'm not going to give any hints. You're just going to have to hold tight. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Tell I let her on. I ain't a real good 
said my little girl been gone Yeah. 
So we started off that set with a tune called Blee Blop Blues, which came from 1955, February of 55, Topeka, Kansas. The, mun- the Municipal Auditorium recorded live in concert. It was Count Basie and the Stars of Birdland on tour. And this whole album features Freddie Green, Joe Williams, Frank Foster, Frank West, Thad Jones, Sarah Vaughn, Lester Young, and who we heard from, Stan Getz. That's right, the sound himself. Stan Getz with the Count Basie Orchestra on Blee Blop Blues. Now after that, the middle track that we heard was Good Morning Blues. And that was from an album called The Bosses. Count Basie with the great Joe Turner. And um, it's just a, a collection of blues songs. And they play like The Nighttime is the Right Time and The Honey Dripper. And then the tune that we heard there in the middle, Good Morning Blues. Now, what's interesting about that, and the reason I wanted to put it in there is because I like the track. Sure, it's a great blues, but if you are wanting to find out some more information from Count Basie, and you like what you hear on these two podcasts, then I highly suggest that you check out Count Basie's autobiography that he wrote himself called Good Morning Blues, the same title. And... You get to hear about Basie's 50-year experience with the Count Basie Orchestra and all of the candid stories that come along with it. So, there you have it. Um, And then we ended off the set with a very important thing. Um, But I definitely wanted to um, clue you into this. We heard Honeysuckle Rose, which is a Fats Waller composition but we heard Vernon Brown on the trombone Harry James and Buck Clayton on the trumpet the great Harry Carney from the Duke Ellington Orchestra on Barry sax and Johnny Hodges on alto sax both from the Ellington Orchestra Gene Krupa on drums Walter Page on bass Freddie Green on guitar Lester Young on the tenor saxophone Benny Goodman on the clarinet, and the great Count Basie on piano. What in God's creation is going on? I'll tell you what's going on. Count Basie was among the guests invited by Benny Goodman at the very first jazz concert at Carnegie Hall in 1938. In 1938, he invited Count Basie, Freddie Green, Walter Page, Lester Young, Johnny Hodges, and Harry Carney to play along with his band, an integrated band, by the way, uh, which was big news for the time in 38, but it was also revolutionary and big news to hold the very first jazz concert in Carnegie Hall. And then you invite someone a couple of musicians like that who were, by the way, not that well-known. The Basie Band did not start until like 1935. 
So keep that in mind. So they had to kind of explain in the liner notes who Count Basie was and the and what Kansas City Swing was. Because he was not uh, the Count Basie that we know today as a legend. But Benny had that, that foresight. So, and we got to hear him just jam the hell out on a great jam tune, Honeysuckle Rose, killer stuff, and there's a lot of great piano playing by Count Basie all throughout that. So, and not to mention, uh, you'll notice the absence of Papa Joe Jones on the drums. Well, Gene Krupa was the drummer, and, um, you know, that didn't cause any sore spots. Papa Joe and uh, Gene loved each other, and that's all good, you know. So, no harm, no foul. But there was a lot of great stuff happening that uh, night in 1938 at Carnegie Hall. And you just got to listen to some of it. So, hopefully you dug it. Uh, Remember, you can find the Dr. Jazz Podcast wherever you find your podcasts, right? Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Please subscribe and, you know, leave us a comment, and we'd love to hear from you. So, also, if you want to... uh, Find all the tracks and the correlating artwork for each one of these episodes of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Don't worry about trying to write it in your phone or misspelling anything or, you know, trying to, like, scratch it down. We've got all that covered for you, okay? So all you have to do is go to this website, Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast dot WordPress Com, and you can find track information and album artwork for every one of our episodes. And if you'd like to follow us on Twitter so you know when each new episode of the Dutch Jazz Podcast drops, you can follow us on Twitter at NDHJazz. Love to have you follow us. Uh, spread the word out. You know, we'd love to have... Um, you know, as many uh, jazz listeners and jazz fans, you know, we're not making any money off this. We're not in it for the money. Um, we're in it for the pure love of spreading the gospel of jazz music because it makes people feel better. And especially music like Count Basie, who we're featuring here on this episode as one more time. Count Basie and Friends. So this is like a, an extra something-something, a lanyap, if you will, to our original spotlight on the great Count Basie. So, enough from me. Uh, let's get back to some great music. We're going to start off this set with Basie and Sassy. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to the Dutch Jazz Podcast. <laughs> But now I'm lonesome as can be To one lucky day You came my way I never knew what love was all about Until I met you I used to think there'd never be a boy Who ever cared for me And what do you know You made it so I never 
to realize that your love is mine Ain't it just fine I never knew what love was all about Until I met you Since I found you I feel
Let me tell you how I've missed you so I didn't want you to go Cause I love you so Darling, please come home 
Are you fine? You missed the love we shared. There's no other that can compare. Darling, please come home. Funny. What a quarrel can do After so many thrills It has wrecked in a moment What has taken us a lifetime to build Darling, please come home Happy dear, if you decide to give love another try, would you please come home? <laughs> So that was the Count Basie Orchestra with vocalist Arthur Prysock and the track Come Home from the Verve album Count Basie with Arthur Prysock. Great swinging vocalist and a killer band, as always, with the great Count Basie. For that, we heard the standard Mean to Me which featured Count Basie on the piano alongside tenor man Zoot Sims from the album Basie and Zoot. And that is one of the great albums on the original Jazz Classics label. Uh, It's later Basie, but it's still full of swing. And then we started off the set with... Count Basie and the Divine One, Miss Sassy, Sarah Vaughn, singing the 
Count Basie standard until I met you. And that's um, one of the great vocal uh, collaborations that Count Basie did. And man, Sarah Vaughn just, just lays right back in the pocket, you know, right in the groove there that um, Basie just sets up. And there's no other groove like a Basie groove, I will tell you that. So um, three really great tracks right there. We got three incredible tracks coming in this set, though. I mean, not to diminish the last set, you know. But, um, yeah, and uh, they're full of uh, some great, great stuff. So that being said, uh, keep in mind, that's what the whole point of this podcast is. It's called One More Time, Count Basie and Friends. And it's kind of like an addendum or a little extra something-something to... uh, our previous podcast, which is a spotlight on just 25 of the greatest Count Basie songs uh, for, you know, old fans to reminisce with. They go, oh, yeah, I forgot about that track, but I love that. Or for new fans who might be hip to, you know, more modern artists like Kamasi Washington and Thundercat and Gregory Porter and all those great stars. Well, they might not be hip to somebody as classic as Count Basie, but that doesn't diminish the importance of the legacy of Count Basie and all that incredible swing and that feeling in his music and that that elegant sense of space and time in all of his phrases and solos. So hopefully, no matter what side of the aisle, you know, novice or expert that you're on, as far as Count Basie's music goes, you're enjoying yourself. So with that being said, I'm going to stop talking and get right back to some awesome music here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
Jumping at the Woodside. Burning, burning, burning swing, baby. And of course, that is Oscar Peterson with Count Basie from the album Satch and Josh. And man, there's like four different volumes of Basie and Oscar Peterson. If you love that swing the way I do, there's Satch and Josh. And then there's the sequel album Satch and Josh again and then there's the album The Timekeepers and there's a fourth album called Night Rider not to be confused with the Hoth didn't or a talking car you know what I'm saying so um, but this is all on the Pablo label incredible incredible swing tunes um, there's even some tracks that Basie is playing the organ while Oscar Peterson plays the piano so and it's just killer killer music um and a lot of bassy tunes are featured like that when jumping at the woodside so and god that's just incredible music um and it, i mean you want to talk about you know players with an immaculate sense of swing well oscar peterson should be like on the first five names that pop in your head he's just that articulate and Skill beyond skill. I mean, he's got skills coming out of his fingernails. You know, Oscar, man. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, and there's some great interviews on YouTube, by the way, if you want to check out Oscar Peterson interviews Count Basie. And they are hilarious together. There's a lot of, you know, joking and, you know, ribbing each other and, you know, stuff like that. So it's worth it, you know, if you got a little bit of time right now. Uh, before that, we heard... Swing It Brother Swing by Count Basie at the Savoy Ballroom 1937 live with none other than Miss Lady Day, Billie Holiday, on the vocals. And, you know, that's the thing, is that with um, Billie Holiday and the Count Basie Orchestra, it's a very interesting thing because... Um, it was actually John Hammond, um, who was Benny, and Benny Goodman's brother-in-law, uh, Alice's brother, who um, basically introduced uh, Basie to Billie Holiday, and Basie invited her to sing with the band, but Holiday, Billie Holiday never recorded with Basie. There was no album in the studio that Basie and Billie Holiday recorded together. Uh, as it's because she had her own record contract, and besides that, she preferred working with small groups, not big bands. But she would go and play a couple of live appearances with them, like the Apollo Theater and like the Savoy Ballroom, in which we just heard in 1937. Um, and, you know, the thing about it is, is that um, 
when he did that and he started playing these live gigs with Billie Holiday, uh, a rival band at the time, Chick Webb, uh, <laughs> he was uh, so he's, he he basically always the 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 competitor said, well, if Basie has Billie Holiday, I'm going to go out and find me a singer. And then he found Ella Fitzgerald. And that's how Ella got the gig with Chick Webb. So, uh, <laughs> so there was uh, one of those Battle of the Bands in early 1938 at the Savoy Ballroom. And um, there was an article in Metronome magazine that said, Throughout the fight, which never let down in its intensity during the whole fray, Chick Webb took the aggressive, with the Count Basie band playing along easily and on the whole more musically scientifically. Undismayed by Chick Webb's forceful drum beating, which sent the audience into shouts of encouragement and appreciation and casual beads of perspiration to drop from Chick Webb's brow onto the brass cymbals, the Count maintained an attitude of poise and self-assurance. He constantly parried Chick Webb's thundering haymakers and tantalizing runs and, and arpeggios, which teased more and more force from his adversary. So they <laughs> they truly tried to make these Battle of the Bands like a boxing match, you know what I mean? And uh, according to Metronome Magazine, Basie won, as the article title was titled, Basie's Brilliant Band Conquers Chicks. So... Yeah, and part of that was because of Billie Holiday. So there you go. Uh, luckily, I do have the tracks from the Savoy Ballroom Live from 1937. So you, the great jazz listeners and appreciators that you are, got to hear great tracks like that. Swing Brothers Swing with Lady Day and the Count Basie Orchestra. And before that, we started off the set with Take the A-Train. And if it sounded a little bit off and a little bit powerful, well, then it should, because it was not only the Count Basie Orchestra, but it was the Duke Ellington Orchestra as well on the album The Count Meets the Duke. For the first time, two great orchestras, Duke Ellington's Orchestra and Count Basie's Orchestra. So where you would normally have, you know, four or five sax players in a band, in a big band, four trumpet players, four trombone players, and a four-piece rhythm section, you now have like eight to ten saxophone players, like eight trumpets, and eight trombones, and two pianos, and two drums, and two basses. You get the idea. So it's an incredibly large group, and they're playing bassy songs, and they're playing Ellington songs, and yeah, and we featured one of those tunes in the other Count Basie uh, podcast spotlight and uh, it was one of his numbers but this one I decided to feature the Duke's theme song written by the great Billy Strayhorn Take the A-Train because just to hear Basie's band tackle that is an incredible thing so lots of great stuff in that set man Billy Holiday Duke Ellington Oscar Peterson damn doesn't get better than that but it does, because we've got two more sets coming at you on this spotlight in which it's called One More Time, Count Basie and Friends, and all the cool collaborations that Basie had in his musical 
Legacy. So hopefully you're digging it. Remember, if you like this and other episodes of the Dr. Jans Podcast, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, etc. And we would love to hear any words of encouragement if you like it, you know, an episode. Uh, we'd love to hear that. Also, you can check us out and write a note on our website, Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast dot WordPress dot com. And it's got all the track information, spell correctly, and the album artwork that correlates with each track. So you know what you're getting when you order stuff or when you're looking for stuff, adding stuff to a wish list, going and digging through crates at a record store, you know, safely distantly and uh, all those good things and uh, if you want to follow us on twitter to know when each new episode drops you can do that too we're on twitter at ndh jazz so feel free to follow us we'd love to have you along for our jazz ride so don't go anywhere we got uh two more sets coming at you on this special extra edition of account basie spotlight on the dr jazz podcast Yes, Sam. This will be my shining hour, calm and happy and bright. In my dreams, your face will flower through the darkness of the night. Like the lights of home before me, or an angel watching o'er me. This will be my shining hour Till I'm with you again This will be my shining hour In my dreams your face will flower Like the lights of home before me I got Basie watching o'er me. Me till I'm with you again. This will be my shining hour Till I'm with you again Till I'm with you My shining hour Till I'm with you again
Mr. Piano Man Now you how I feel Mr. Piano Man You know her love was real When a love affair then a man's best friend is the blue. Mr. Piano Man, play me some down home like that low sizzle sort of thing I don't mean like man that's fiery I just mean like damn that thing sizzles like it's just low and slow flame you know what I mean Ooh, such a great track that's probably my favorite track from this album it's the great Billy Eckstein on vocals you know Billy Eckstein had an incredible band with like Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie and um, it was kind of like the, the birth of that, or the nest with all those beboppers in it, you know, because Billy Eckstein truly uh, embraced all those original ideas of like Diz and Bird. I think Dexter Gordon might have been in the band, maybe Miles Davis. Uh, yeah, and it's just, man, just killer stuff. And, um, but on top of that, he was a great vocalist, too. So on Roulette, the the jazz label that had a lot of great bassy you know, records, there was this uh, collaboration album between Basie and, the Billy, and, and his band with Billy Eckstein on vocals. And the album's called Basie Eckstein Incorporated, as if they were like a, a law team, you know. <laughs> and, um, man, piano piano man not to be confused with the billy joel thing you know what i mean this is way before that um but just so bluesy and hazy man yeah good good stuff uh before that we heard uh the count basie band with coleman hawkins as one of its featured soloists from the 1957 recording of The Sound of Jazz. Now, I would mentioned this in the other podcast, but I'm going to mention it again. This is an incredible uh, TV broadcast which was done from the Heritage Theater, and um, it's from 1957. You probably can find it on YouTube. There's lots of great black and white footage here. Um, the Basie Band was the, the house band for this session, and Billy Holiday was there. Lester Young was there. Of course, our featured soloist there, uh, Coleman Hawkins was there. Ben Webster was there. 
Um, Joe Newman, I believe, was there as well as one of the soloists. Um, I think Dickie, Dickie Wells was there, or either Vic Dickinson. I think it's Vic Dickinson. And uh, Papa Joe Jones is on drums there. Roy Aldridge is in the trumpet section. Sweets was there. Sweets Edison. Uh, yeah, man, just it, it's a great thing just to witness all that swing live. I think Jerry Mulligan was on even on the Barry Sax too. Now that I'm thinking about it, but there's other great little segments too, like Thelonious Monk and his trio, um, playing like Blue Monk, and then there was like Henry Red Allen playing with like Coleman Hawkins on a couple of tracks. Pee Wee Russell was doing like a clarinet duo with Jimmy Jufri, kind of an older you know, a uh, musician from the old school and the newer school at the time. Um, yeah, just a bunch of great, 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 great stuff. And there's a killer Billie Holiday song in there as well. And she's just kind of sitting there whispering in Basie's ear and just nodding her head. And Man, just to see these, these giants in live action as opposed to just record, you know, their little mannerisms and such, and just having a good time. You should totally check it out. Uh, but yeah, Coleman Hawkins on that one is uh, absolutely killing it. And that the track was Dickie's Dream, which is an old Basie standard uh, played by the orchestra many, many, many times. And then we opened up the set with uh, a vocalist that you probably recognize his voice instantly. It's the great Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, you probably know him mostly from the Rat Pack with Sinatra and Dean Martin and all those cats. But uh, Sammy Davis Jr. is... Uh, one of the most consummate entertainers, uh, storyteller, jokester, you know, vocalist, tap dancer, actor. He can do it all. He really can. And um, sometimes Sammy gets a bad break, you know what I mean, with a lot of people. Uh, but he's so very, very, very talented. And he did an entire album with Basie. Uh, in 1965 called My Shining Hour and that's the title track from that album and the whole album is fantastic they got like Work Song, The Girl from Ipanema a bunch of good stuff in there but um, I would highly suggest you check out the entire album uh, but yeah that's another one of Count Basie's many friends I mean Benny Carter, Tony Bennett Thad Jones Ray Brown, Louis Belson, Mills Brothers, Stan Getz, Joe Turner, Benny Goodman, Sarah Vaughn, Zoot Sims, Arthur Prysock, Duke Ellington, Billy Holiday, Oscar Peterson, Coleman Hawkins, Billy Eckstein, and yeah, even Sammy Davis Jr. So there you have it. Now we got our last set coming at you, so don't go anywhere. Uh, we do want to thank you for listening and for your patience, and hopefully you're digging some of these great Count Basie tunes. Okay? So... We got three excellent ones to end our program and our episode here. So do not go anywhere. Do not press pause. Do not collect go. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Just sit your fanny right down and enjoy some awesome swing with Count Basie and friends.
you take a glance at those shiny stockings then came along some chick with great big stockings too when you changed your mind about me why i never knew i guess i'll have to find a new a new kind a guy who digs my shiny stockings too In other words, 
the world I love you
Killer stuff. Killer, killer diller. So we started off the set with the great first lady of time, Miss Ella Fitzgerald with Shiny Stockings, which is uh, a big hit for the Basie Band. And that comes off of the Verve album Ella and Basie. 
and oh my god yeah so there you go bygones are bygones right because if she was singing with chick webb and that was like 1938 so you know ella's amazing and she's got an impeccable sense of time and swing and so is basie and i'm glad they let bygones be bygones because we're the winners of that the music's just incredible um after that in the middle of the set we heard from the chairman of the board himself frank sinatra with one of his most popular songs in his entire canon fly me to the moon and it's an incredible thing uh it's on reprise records and it's frank sinatra with count basie and his orchestra from the album it might as well be swing and we heard fly me to the moon and that arrangement is known worldwide and it's a classic song and you know who we can thank for that the great quincy jones Quincy Jones. That's right, the same Quincy Jones who's Rashida Jones's father. The same Quincy Jones that married Peggy Lipton from the Mod Squad and Twin Peaks. The same Quincy Jones that founded a young woman in Chicago and said, "You need your talk show to be, you know, nationwide." And that was Oprah Winfrey. The same Quincy Jones that started Will Smith in his career with Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the same Quincy Jones that gave Michael Jackson all the production that he needed for Off the Wall, Bad, and Thriller, the same Quincy Jones that scored The Color Purple, that wrote Sanford and Son, the same Quincy Jones that started Vibe Magazine, the same Quincy Jones that took arranging lessons from Clark Terry, and the same Quincy Jones who was a trumpet player in Dizzy Gillespie's big band. Q is Quantum. And he reaches all the way to Count Basie and Frank Sinatra. There you go. Go Quincy Jones. Thank you for that arrangement. Living legend. And then we ended the set with the great Count Basie and Dizzy Gillespie with St. James Infirmary. I always love to end my podcasts with St. James Infirmary like what you're hearing behind you right now but man the just the the heat and the sizzle and the slow swing of that man between Dizzy and Count Basie is incredible and you can find that on the album The Gifted Ones uh, on original jazz classics so yeah man and that wraps up you know our uh, addendum, if you will, to the great Count Basie. We had a spotlight uh, episode on Count Basie uh, right before this. And this one is just like a little extra something-something. It's called One More Time. Count Basie and Friends. And we do hope you've dug it and perhaps found some um, combinations or some songs or some collaborations that you didn't know and that you're hip to look deeper into and that you just dig it, you know? Um, Count Basie's one of the legends for a reason, and hopefully after these two podcasts, you agree as well. So uh, thank you so, so, so very much for listening. Uh, As always, we love all of you madly, and we appreciate you, you know? Um, So yeah, hopefully you dug it. So don't forget, you can find us wherever you find your podcast. Check out the website, drjazzpodcast.wordpress.com. And you can find us on Twitter at NDHJazz. And 
With that being said, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Y'all be good now, because in jazz, we trust. <laughs>